Now, who can give us the citation? Take the socket. Okay, now. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونأوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سريدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشن الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة برعة وكل بضعة ضلالة والضلالة وأهلها في النار أعذن الله وأجارنا من النار Afterwards on the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we seek his protection from home and from isolation home, from deception and from being deceived. We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this our comment to be understood within the context as an error without being distorted and without being misunderstood. And we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this our comment to serve as a source of treatment plan to the heart of whom he wills. Inshallah, we are going to proceed from where we have stopped. Uh, the point that we uh, stop at is the Khulasa to Sanatil Hadiyat Ashara, 
the summary of the uh, 11th year after Hijrah. So before we proceed, we are to get into some of the questions. كم مكث الرسول كم مكث الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم كم مكث الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم في بيته بعد موته وحولن للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم stay in his house after his death that is after his demise وحولن نعم نون نعم Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. After he died, he 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 spent almost around three, two to three days because because the he was buried I think on Wednesday, if we can remember on Wednesday, يوم الأربعاء. So Monday, Tuesday, one two days, almost two days. Yeah. So uh, then, كيف كيف جهز؟ How do they prepare his? That is his body. Yeah, he was shrouded in three clothing. نعم. Then كيف صلى عليه? How how the prayer how the how the prayer was performed onto him? Nam individually, nam one after the other, the men, the the women's, and also the teenagers. Mother Tarokel Muslimin of Adamuti. What did he left for the Muslims after his die? That is after his he 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 died. He left something to the entire Muslims. No, no, no. There are two factors that he left. The Muslims, two factors, and he said that if you hearken towards these factors, you'll never be harmed. Nam, Quran, and that is hadith, that is the Sunnah of the Rasulullah Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah Sallam mentioned in one of the hadiths as was narrated. Alaykum bi Sunnati wa Sunnati bi Kulafa. Usikum bi Kitab Allah wa Sunnati. I recommend you towards the book of Allah and that is towards my, towards my creed. Also, it was mentioned uh, in one of the hadiths that Rasulullah said, In the Anbiya alam yurisu dinaran wala dirhama wa rasul ilm man akhadahu akhadha bihazzin wafirin. That as for the prophets, uh, they did not leave any gold coin or any silver coin. They Leave the knowledge. Whosoever that take from that knowledge, he has taken with a great portion. So that's one of the one of the issue. And the knowledge is what the NBA used to live. They are not living money or any treasure or any something. The treasure is the is the knowledge. So that's one of the issue. And the Rasulullah also make mention, "May you read Allah with khaira, you fakhu fi din." Whosoever Allah Subhanahu wa Taala intended him with goodness so he would get to understand the religion meaning he would attain the knowledge of his religion so that's one of the issue otherwise if, if someone uh, did not take from the knowledge of his religion he would be dwindling he will not have the half the happiness of the life he would be dwindling in his that is uh, in his delusions 
So uh, these are some of the questions related to uh, that is uh, the last segment, and also there are some of the questions. Matatu fi Rasulullah alayhi wasallam. When did he die? May peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Naam. Kam kana umruhu yawm wafati? What is his his age? The day that he died. Naam. Mada fa'ala umruhu bin al-Khattab? What did Umar, the son of Khattab, did? What did he uh, what uh, did he perform afterwards? After the demise of the Rasulullah sallallahu Exactly. Where was Abu Bakr during the demise of the Rasulullah? What he does afterwards? Now he entered into the house of Aisha. He get to the position where the Rasulullah was lying down. He opened the face of the Rasulullah and he kissed his face uh, and then he comes out and addressed the public he said that what did he said he mentioned he recited one ayah so that's the ayah that he recited and also he make a, a, a clear statement uh, that you should listen for whosoever that is worshipping Muhammad thereby Muhammad had died and for whosoever that is worshipping Allah Allah is there everlasting that is a bin Allah SWT is that is a dwelling that is a forever meaning there is no any death that will come towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala meaning who, who you are dedicated to worship is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's one of the statement of Abu Bakr Mr. Siddiq he drew the attention of he drew the attention of the Sahaba towards Tawheed towards that is the understanding of the religious matters so that's one of the issue related to this Mata Bada Amagda Rasulullah alayhi wasallam. When did the sickness of the Rasulullah sallam started? When? Naam? But he was not ill at that moment. There was a kind of journey that he he took afterwards after he came back then. Hajjat al-Wada. Naam. For how long did he spend while being that is uh, in the illness? Yeah. What did he uh, what he does when his uh, sickness become severe? Mm-hmm. So let's uh, proceed, inshallah. Khatima, conclusion. Awladuhu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his children, may peace and mercy of Allah be upon him. Abna'uhu, 
في ستيلجرينز ثلاث أبناؤه صلى الله عليه وسلم ثلاثة كلهم ماتوا قبل وفاته three of his children died that is before his demise وهم القاسم they are القاسم ولد قبل النبوة القاسم was born before the message you get it so and that's why he was nicknamed as Abel القاسم you get it so هو أول ولد ولد له قبل البعث قبل البعث he was the first child that was born to the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم before the revelation so that is القاسم نعم so this one of the sunnah while the people are having of giving a nickname to someone with due name of his child that is the first child do you get it so that's one of the issues the Rasulullah was nicknamed as Abel Qasim he also called himself as Abel Qasim by the name of his first child that is Al Qasim he lived for two years with Ibrahim and also Ibrahim he was born في السنة الثامنة من الحجرة إن دادس السنة الثامنة من الحجرة دأت دي أفتا حجرة من الحجرة دادس أفتا حجرة دادس فرم دي حجرة so now we are talking about the male children of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم we mentioned that what about إبراهيم who is his mother إبراهيم is a mother of Egyptية you get it all the six children of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he has seven children the six belongs to Khadija but Ibrahim belongs to Marit al-Qibtiyah he belongs to Marit al-Qibtiyah so he Ibrahim will live in the seventh year from the Hijrah he was born in the seventh year from the Hijrah so the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he has a male a male children those that are males and he has the children that are females so وعاش سبعين يوما he lived for سبعين يوما seventy days he just lived seventy days وعبد الله likewise عبد الله also ولد قبل النبوة he was born before the message ومات صغيرة and he died as young هو ويلقب بالطيب والطاهر that's why Abdullah was nicknamed as Al-Tayyib 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 was Tahir and he was also called as Al-Tahir so in some of the books they mention they name Abdullah as Al-Tayyib in some of the narrations they named him as Al-Tahir so there is all these names that is belongs to Abdullah. So he has male children, Al-Qasim, Ibrahim and Abdullah. Wabanatuhu and his female children, Arba'un they are, that is a four in numbers. Wahunna and they are Zainab, that is Zainab. Zainab, he kubara banatuhu. She was the elderly among his daughters. She was the elderly daughter of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَقَدِ أَدْرَكَتِ الْإِسْلَامَ وَأَسْلَمَتْ She reached to the time of Islam and she accepted Islam. وَرُقَيَّةً and also رُقَيَّةً وَأُمُّ كُلْثُومٍ and also أُمُّ كُلْثُومٍ وَفَاطِمَةً and فَاطِمَةُ الظَّحْرَةً وَتُلَقِّبْ بِالْبَطُولِ 
she was nicknamed also uh, uh, that is powerful matul batul her name one of her nickname is Bat- batul one of her nickname is zahra لانها افضل نساء زمانها شرفا ودينا because she was the most highest that is a woman that is within the women of her time in terms of that is a honor and in terms of religious practices so that's the reason why they nicknamed her as al-batul batul meaning a devotee someone that she is that is a, a, a highly devoted meaning well practicing woman someone that is uh, uh, that is uh, from like for example this name is given to some of the people some of the women that come from royal family but Fatima was nicknamed with that name someone that is a devotee someone that is uh, uh, that is she was a woman of honor wa kulluhunna mutna qabla illa Fatima and all of them that is all of the the, the women they died before the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam except Fatima because she lived after him for six months. She lived after the Rasulullah for six months. If we can remember uh, in the hadith uh, that was narrated about the demise of the Rasulullah, Aisha uh, uh, was sitting together with Fatima, and the Rasulullah was in that condition. So, uh, Momentarily, they had they saw that the the Rasulullah was so amused, and then he became silent. In one of the riwayah, then he that is uh, he became calm and he 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 was so smiling at that moment. So then Fatima interact, interacted with the Rasulullah regarding that condition of his. Then he informed her that my Lord has given me two choices. It's either for me to continue to live with my loved ones, or I select to go to his position. That is two, uh, or I should travel to my Lord. Then I selected the second option. That is for me to live. That is to, to go to the position of my Lord, to accept the calling of my Lord. Then Fatima, she cries. She shed tears. When Aisha saw that, then the Rasulullah chatted with her. And Aisha asked her afterwards. Because when he chatted with her, she, she realized that Fatima was smiling at that moment. She was smiling. Then afterwards, she asked Fatima, what, what happened when I saw you uh, crying for a while and later on you smiled? She said that the Rasulullah informed me that he, he, would, that is, uh, he would leave this dunya. Then later, well, that's why I cried. When I cried, he informed me again, he gave me a glad tidings that the first person that would follow him among his family members is me. And that's how it happens. She was the first person among his family that followed him afterwards. Because she lived for six, six, six months. What is the hikmah of the demise of his children? Because in normal circumstances, uh, if a prophet die, for example, uh, the, his children used to inher- inherit the, the nubuwa. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. And the Rasulullah was the final of the messengers. Mm-hmm. He was the final among the messengers. Mm-hmm. So no, no me- messenger would come after him. Do you get it? So uh, if like the, the children live after him, 
So some of the people you consider them as messengers. Do you get it? So there is hikmah of uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that. Even Fatima. Because suppose she lived for, for a long period of time, some of the people consider her as, uh, as a messenger, for example, because they would over-exaggerate about her. Even as for him, the Rasulullah sallam, he, he was saying, uh, Do not over-exaggerate about my position. As how the Nasara did to that is Isa, the son of Maryam. So there is Hikma. He was the last and the final messenger of Allah SWT has designed this kind of way of living between him and his that is uh, children. Allahu Akbar. So uh, these are the children of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Kam adadu abna'i. What is the numbers? How many children did he has? Seven. Seven. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Manhum, who are they? Naam. 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 Okay, Naam. 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 Fatima, mashallah. Naam. Kam adadu banati? How many daughters did he has? Four. Manhunna. He already mentioned. Naam. Azwadihu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His woman, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Azwadihu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ihda ashara imra'atan. His woman. If you some of Allah be upon him are eleven, are eleven spouses. Sittum min Qurayshin, six from the tribe of Quraysh, wa arba'u arabiyatun, and four among the Arabs, that is among the other tribes of Arab, wa wahida min Bani Israel, and one from the Bani Israel. Six from? Six from, that is uh, from Quraysh. Four among the Arab tribes, that is other tribes of Arab, not from Quraysh. Israel, and one among Banu Israel, means from the tribe, from Jewish tribe. Do you get it? No. So, uh, for you to to uh, hold this, uh, for example, you can make it in flowchart. You can write the woman of the Rasulullah Sallam. Then you can. Take an arrow, divide the arrow into three. Yeah. Do you get it? Four, Quraysh, then from Quraysh, six, from uh, that is uh, other tribes of Arab, four, and from Banu Israel, that is, uh, that is uh, one. Do you get it? At times, if you use flowchart, you would be able to retain some of the information. Because the information is, is much, actually. You would hold information in the Quran, a hadith, thinking, and so at times you have to use some of the, that is technique. Like using of mnemonics, mm-hmm. abbreviation, and something like that. Allah understands. Those from the Quraysh were Khadijatu bintu Khuwailid. That is, those from the Quraysh are as follows Khadijatu bintu Khuwailid. Khadija is the daughter of Khuwailid. He neither married, married any woman. Uh, beside her, unless after she died. Wa Aisha to bin to Abi Bakr and Siddiq, and Aisha, the daughter of Abi Bakr and Siddiq, the one that was nicknamed as Siddiqa bin to Siddiq. Siddiqa bin to Siddiq. Wa Hafsa to bin to Umar, and Hafsa, that is a, the daughter of Umar. Nam. With whom it she was nicknamed as. Faruqatu 
بنت الفاروق والله الاستئان نعم وام حبيبه and Ummu Habiba and she was the woman that you failed to mention in the last uh, that is in the, yeah, in the previous session yeah. that is Ummu Habiba yeah. Bintu Abi Sufyan I yeah. checked so uh, uh, I, I found that the, the wife of the Prophet yeah. some we don't mention Hindu, yeah. Hindu. Yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, Sauda. 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 Now, we mention Sauda. What do you mean? Uh, there are more than 11. There are 11. Specifically, there are 11. Okay. There are 11. Um, Habiba. Uh, last day, I inform you that there are uh, two. Uh, two uh, I think we are listing two names at the same time. That is why mm. we. But Umm Habiba, I did not mention, yeah. mention her name. That's why I said we would come to the place that we would discuss about that. Do you get it? No. no. So as for the Umm Habiba, uh, Umm Habiba, Umm Habiba, Bintu Abi Sufyan, wa Umm Salma, as for Umm Salma, we would discuss about her. No. Umm Salma, her name was Hindu. I think that's the, that's the reason why you get uh, confused. So her name is Hindu. That is Umm Salma. Now, Hindu, uh, Hindu, Hindu, Hindu Bintu uh, Abi Umayya. Hindu Bintu Abi Umayya. That's her name. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, not the one. Hindu Bintu Umayya. Is she not the Nam uh Wasoda to Bintu Zamaa. Repeat the fifth one. The woman? No, repeat the fifth one. The fifth one? Ummu Salma. Ummu Salma. That is her her name is original name Hindu Bintu Abi Umayya. Not Umayya. There is Umayya to Bunya Khalaf. Do you get it? Abi Umayya. Nam Wasoda to bin to Zama and Soda to bin to Zama. So these are the six from the Quraysh. Well, Arabia to Hunna, those from the other Arabian tribes are as follows Zainab bin to Jahshin. Previously, she was married to whom? Zaid bin Harith. Zainab, Zainab bintu Jahshin wa Maymunatu bintu Al-Harith and Maymunatu bintu Al-Harith wa Zainab bintu Khuzayma and Zainab bintu Khuzayma wa Jwariyatu bintu Al-Harith and Jwariya bintu Al-Harith wa Allati min Bani Israel wa Allati wa Allati min Bani Israel and the one that she was from Bani Israel from the Jewish tribe هي صفية بنت خيي. she was صفية the that is the daughter of خيي. do you get it? نعم. ميمونة بنت. ميمونة بنت الحارث. نعم. ميمونة بنت الجوارية بنت الحارث. ميمونة بنت الحارث also. الجوارية هفذا is الحارث. and also ميمونة هفذا was الحارث also. نعم. بنت جحشين. Zainab bintu Khuwailid Zainab bintu Khuzayma Khuzayma Khadija bintu Khuwailid Zainab bintu Khuzayma And Zainab bintu Jahshin 
ميمونة بنت الحارث نعم صفية نعم صفية 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 ومنشن صفية أوريدي جويرية بنت جويرية بنت الحارث وميمونة بنت الحارث Sophia bint Hufiyeh is the last one from the Jewish that is a tribe from the Jewish tribe وماتوا من هنا عندها اثنتان وماتوا من هنا عندها اثنتان two among them died within his living he was alive when the two died that's why we mentioned yesterday was having nine routine he has nine routine room that is which he used to be in the in the room of and the house of Aisha for two days because the two among his wives died before his demise you get it so that's why he has nine routine but within that nine nine routine he has two routine within the house of Aisha radiallahu anha because one among the women she also later Time she donated hadi also to to Aisha radiallahu anha. Now, wahuma Khadija and those two men that died during the time where he was alive, Khadija was Zainab bintu Khuzayma and Zainab bintu Khuzayma. Now, so someone that's why someone may get confused between Zainab bintu Jahshin and Zainab bintu Khuzayma. Zainab bintu Khuzayma died while the Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. While the Rasulullah was alive, later on Zainab bin Tujahshin she died after the demise of the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What we feel, any just ilbaqiyat, he died together. That is a while together with the remaining nine. Do you get it? Meaning he died while the remaining nine are alive. Do you get it? We alive now. Wasagariyuhu arba. نعم وسغاريه أغبى his war captives that is a fool they were women that were taken as war captives to the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم وهن مارية القبطية and they are مارية القبطية وريحانة القريزية and ريحانة القريزية from بنو قريزة وواحدة وحبتها له زينب بنت جحسن and one that Zainab bin Tujahshin donated her to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَغَابِئَ And the fourth one, أَصَابَهَا فِي بَعَدِ الصَّبِي He obtained her in one of the expeditions. That's one of the war that leads to, that is a captivity. Do you get it? So these are the slaves, the women that live as slaves under the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but they are not his, that is his women. They are not from his spouses. He did not marry them. Do you get it? So he was given, as uh, they were given to him as war captives, that is the slaves under him, but they are not part of his women. Do you get it? Then uh, later on, they, uh, they were already that is taken away before his demise. Do you get it? Naam Allah So someone would be asked, suppose for example at that time where they were having uh, slavery, if someone has four wives, is he allowed to have other, that is, a woman that are slaves? Yes, indeed. It is legal. He can also 
have that is maritime relationship with them because they are under his that is his company they are under his company at that moment during that that's why slavery is one of the distorted mode of living so that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to eradicate the issue of slavery because as for slavery suppose uh, Abdullah is having a uh, that is a, a, a lady and he sold her to you as a slave or for example he has a lady and then you married her before he free her you married the slave so all the children that you would give birth to belongs to him they are not your children if he wish he can s- sell them out do you get it so because he did not free her and you married her do you get it so all the children belongs to him they are not your children he would he would be the one to take their responsibility do you get it no. he would be the one to take their responsibilities and you don't have you have nothing you have no right on them do you get it but if he free her and you married her then they belongs to you do you get it so that's why slavery is one of the distorted mode of living at the end So we are to, if we are talking about the women, meaning those that he married, do you get it? That's why I come with this case, the issue of slavery, for someone to have marital relationship, relationship with a slave uh, that is a lady, do you get it? You can have sexual intercourse with her as far as she was your slave and that's at that during that uh, time. If there is slavery, even now, do you get it? I had like local areas. That's that's their own cup of tea. Allah <laughs> understand. That's their own cup of tea. But already the slavery was already that is uh, evacuated. So, but if it happens that that the, sla- the issue of slavery come back if you buy or you purchase a slave lady then if you wish you can marry you can free her and bury her otherwise you can have medical relationship with her no problem with that like marriage she was Even there. more than 10 <laughs> more than 10 there is no n- that is uh, there is no any limit for the that is because they are not in accordance with level of the women that are having freedom mm. they are not ahrar do you get but it what about their children and they are like when uh, can they use your yeah yeah they can use they will use your property yeah 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 they will take it do you get it yeah. but with uh, with with one reason the reason is that if you free their mother if you free their mother then they are no more slaves do you get it if you do um, let's example you don't free their mother no. and you die no so the children will be slave. No, they would be slave, but they will not inherit you. Hmm? Do you get it? Because you did not free the mother. So they will be bl- belong to if you have children that... Yeah, they are not up to the level of your normal children. That's the issue. That's why we mentioned slavery is one of the distorted mm-hmm. mode of living. They are, you, they are from your blood, but they will not inherit you. It denies someone from inheriting with due three factors. Rikun, slavery, killing, 
different ingredients, differences of ingredients. These are the main basic three factors that can uh, block someone from inheriting his father or that is uh, the father to inherit one of his family members. So that's one of the issues. That's why those that are having hikmah, they, free, they used to free their women from the slavery before they die in order to save the inheritance fear of their children. Do you get it? So, but if you look in the case of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, as for Ibrahim, he died before the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All of the males, do you get it? The one that led before the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was Fatima. And Fatima was a woman who, whom she came from Khadija. Her mother was not a slave. She was not a slave. So that's one of the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you get it? And uh, Rasulullah did not leave any kind of inheritance here. Uh, as for the Anbiya, they don't have any material of inheritance, but rather they leave knowledge. That's it. Allah Musta'ala. So that's one of the issue. These are the four slaves that uh, were under the Rasulullah Wasallam. But imagine, look towards the life of the Rasulullah When Ibrahim died, the Rasulullah shed tears. He grieved with that. And that's why the Rasulullah said, Inna al-ayna litadma wal-kalbu yahzun wa la naqulu fika ya Ibrahim illa ma yugdi rabbana inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raja'un. Do you get the logic? So the Rasulullah cried. He, he, he shed tears with the death of his son Ibrahim despite his mother was a slave. So that is indicating that even if a woman is not up to the level of other women, you have to do justice between them. And the Rasulullah attended that. He was justful to them. MashaAllah. As'ila, al-as'ila, questions? Can you repeat the name of the midwife, the slaves? The slaves. There is Margaret al-Ibtiya. There is Rihana al-Qurayziya from Banu Qurayza. Rihana, no. No. Allah <laughs> Mustahad. It 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 uh, let you to remember the name of one uh, one celebrity. So Allah Mustahad. Here Rihan, Rihanet al Qurayza from Banu Qurayza. Because the slaves they don't have they don't bear fathers. Do you get it? They don't have even the right to bear fathers. So they yeah. And that is Wahidatun Wahabat Halahu Zainab. The one that Zainab gave donated her to the Rasulullah Alaihi. Wasallam and the one that he obtained the two basically the two and then unknown the remaining two were unknown one it was uh, she was known because Zainab donated her to the Rasulullah and there is uh, uh, there was another one also uh, whom the Rasulullah found her in one of the expedition she was not uh, the the Riwaya did not come with specific uh, with specific name of that lady do you get it all of, all of them they accepted yeah, yeah, all of them. The two, the... Yeah? They don't have their names. Yeah, the two, they, they were not... Uh, no, because as for the slaves, they don't have even the right to bear the names. Yeah. Even if they would bear their names, they would not have the right to bear the names of their fathers. Yeah. Do you get it? Because no, normally they are bearing the name of their masters, not their fathers. No. That's why even uh, Maria, she was n- named as Margaret al-Ibtiyah. In against to the tribe that she was obtained. Rihanat al from Banu Qurayza. So, as'ila questions come. Adad azwaj sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is the numbers? How many women did the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has? Eleven. Eleven. 
Malik Qurayshiyatu who others from the tribe of Quraysh. Nam, I want you to recite offhand. Nam, not offhead, offhand. Nam, Khadija Asmiyus. Nam, Aisha. Nam, Nam, Zainab. Which of the Zainabs? Zainab bin David. Zainab bin Tujahshin. Nam. So there is no Zainab in Quraysh. There is Zainab. There was check. There was Zainab. Let me repeat for you. Nam. We mentioned Qurayshiyat Hunna, those from the Quraysh are Khadija to bin to Khuwaylid, and also Aisha to bin to Abi Bakr, and Hafsa to bin to Umar, and Ummu Habiba bin to Abi Sufyan, and Ummu Salma, Hindu bin Abi Umayya. That is Hanim, is Hindu bin to Abi Umayya, as we mentioned. And Sawda bin to Zam'a, and Sawda bin to Zam'a. These are the Qurayshiyat, okay? Zainab is from Jazakallah, we say. Jazakallah wa khair. The Arabiyat. Naam. Naam. Khuzayma. Naam. Naam. Bintu Harith. The daughter of Al-Harith. Then. Exactly. Naam. These are very easy for you to retain. Zainab bintu Jahshin. Zainab bintu Khuzayma. Bintu Al-Harith. And. Bintu Al-Harith. Now, then the one that was from Bani Israel, what's her name? Sophia. Sophia been to been to man. Huyay. Now, Sophia been to Huyay. Is she the one that her name is Edith Bawa? Hmm. Sophia. Sophia. Duaria, Nam. What is what is her nickname? Huh? What is her nickname? Subhanallah. Umul. What her nickname? You must mention. So I should know that we are not throwing water into the into basket. Her name started, that nickname started with Ba'un. Ba'ra'a. Nah? Ba'ra'a. Ba'ra'a. Ba'ra'a, yeah, exactly. So Ba'ra'a was her nickname, and the Rasulullah changed her name to? Yariya, exactly. So then another question. Man mata min hunna indahu. Name them. Nam. Is it Zainab bin to Jahshin or Zainab bin to Khuzayma? No, no, no. Zainab bin to Khuzayma. Nam. Amamu wa ammatu. His uncles and his aunties. Who are the uncles of the Rasulullah and who are his aunties? Basically, the Rasulullah is having four uncles. Can you name them? We all yes. We mention all of them in the biography. Abbas, Nam, Hamza. Abdul Muttalib. No, no, no. Abdul Muttalib is the grandfather. He's the father of them. No, no. His name is so common. 
his name was even mentioned in the Quran. No, 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 Sayyid, how can that? His name was mentioned in the Quran. No, 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 no. He was one among the popular individuals in the life of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Let me give a hint again. A surah was revealed on his due consent. Yeah, don't, uh, don't worry. Uh, usually, it's uh, the reason why people are not returning his name because he was against him, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He referred to not. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Abu Lahab. Abu Lahab. He was. His name is. Uh, you see, Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib, Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, and uh, that is uh, Abi Talib bin Abdul Muttalib, and Abu Lahab bin Abdul Muttalib. But his original name is Abdul Uzza. Abdul Uzza bin Abdul Muttalib. That is the original name of. Uzza? Yeah, Abdul Uzza. Abdul Uzza. Yeah. <laughs> From the name of the statue, yeah. Exactly. Abu Lahab was his nickname. Who gave him the nickname his father, Abdul Muttalib? Because when he was born, he was having a blowing, a blowing face. His face is blowing. So the meaning of Lahab is flame. Flame. You know flame? Mm -hmm. Lightning. So that's why he named him, named him as Abu Lahab. But later on, that blowing of face did not benefit him. So that's why Allah SWT also emphasized towards that in the Quran. مَا أَغْنَى أَنْهُ مَالُهُ وَمَا كَسَبُ His wealth and his lives and all what he obtained did not benefit him. Like the children and other features that he has did not benefit him. So these are the four uncles of the Rasulullah SAW. Abdullah. But Abdullah, let me give you another point. Abdullah. Abbas and Abi, uh, that is, uh, and uh, Abi Talib, they were, that is, uh, uh, they were Ikhwatun Shakiqiyin. Ikhwa Shakiqiyin, meaning from the same father, the same mother. But as for Abu Lahab, he came from other mother. Do you get it? So it might have maybe due to Allah Islam, that's why he referred to the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But that's why he was an uncle to the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then, Fa'amamuhu, his uncles whom Abu Talib, Abu Talib, Abu Talib as we know, wasmuhu Abdu Manaf, his original name is Abdu Manaf. The reason why he was nicknamed as Abdu Manaf is because Abdu Manaf was once a grandfather to the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because he was the son of Hashim son of Hashim and uh, Hashim was the greatest four, uh, among the forefathers that even the tribe that the Rasul, the family that the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was uh, that came from they were that is uh, addressed with his name Banu Hashim so Abdul Manaf was the son of Hashim so that's why they usually used to give uh, a nickname to their children in order not, not to mention the name of their grandfathers or their fathers, someone that they respect. The reason why they change, they give a nickname to Abu Lahab as Abu Lahab because Uzza is a god to them. Do you get it? It's holy name for them. That's why he transmitted the name to another name in order.
to call him with another name beside mentioning with that is the name of something that the uh, that is uh, purified. Uh, then Anam was Zubayr and Zubayr Zubayr Hamza and Hamza Wal Mukawim and Mukawim. I mentioned four basic uncles. That's those that they come from the same father. Do you get it? The same father. I mentioned Ab Aswa Abu Lahab, he come from different mother also. Do you get it? So now we are enlisting all the uncles of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now, no, because the same different uh, mothers. That is mainly collectively, generally. Do you get it? Now, the reason why we even discuss about their categories, uh, I mentioned Abi Talib and uh, Abbas and Hamza for us to specify. Do you get it? Now, and Abu Fadl Al Abbas and Abu Fadl Al Abbas, Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib. As we know, uh, Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib. Uh, okay. Let's go back to the issue of Abdul uh, Abi Talib. We said Ismu Abdul Manaf. His original name was Abdul Manaf. Wafi Sirat ibn Hishamin. It was narrated in the book As Sirah wa Ibn Hisham. Authored by Ibn Hisham. Wa Sirat al Halabiya and the book that we know as uh, As Sirah al Halabiya. Khilafum fi Asma'i Amalihi. There was a kind of differences in the names of his uncles. So some they name him as Abdul Manaf. Some they named him as Abi Talib. Do you get it? So, وَعَدَدُهُمْ uh, and about their numbers. Because in some of the books of Tariq, you would see they mention they enlisted more than you would found in other books of history. Do you get it? So some they enlisted all of the uncles, whether from the same, uh, the same father or different father. Do you get it? Or the same mother or different mother. That's how they did. They mentioned they enlisted all the uncles. But some they specified on those that he become he come from they they came from the same father the same mother, some they they specified from the same father and from that is the same mother. So wadirar and dirar, walharis and alharis, wa qusam and qusam nam, wa Abu Lahab and Abu Lahab. Abu Lahab, as we know his ismu Abdul Uzza. His name is Abdul Uzza. والغيضاق والغيضاق. These are specifically known uncles to the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم. These are the specific ones. So now, can you name your uh, the child with Abdul Uzza? No, no, no. This so I, I had someone. His name is Abdul Uzza. Subhanallah. Before in Nigeria. Abdul Aziz. No, they are calling him Abdul Uzza. Abdul. And someone Abdul Wahid. Yeah, Al-Wahid normal. Al-Wahid is a name, is an, is an attribute or name to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Wahid. Abdul Ahad, Abdul Wahid, no. Abdul, there is Abdul Aziz, Abdul Uzza. It, there are some of the people, they, they were naming their children with just a name of people that they had about, and that is within the biography of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There was once uh, a person that he named his child as Abdul Muttalib. You see, Abdul Muttalib, yes, it's, uh, he was a grandfather to the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but he did not accept the message. Do you get it? He did not even come to during the lifetime of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So someone would call his uh, his child Abdul Muttalib or Hashim or so Abdul Manaf. I heard that even Abdul Muttalib <laughs> and Hashim, even they had 
Yeah, so friends, even when only pilot name is Tyson. Okay. So you see all this. So just some of the people they were just name name uh, some they even name their children is uh, that is uh, Abi Talib, Talib. He would come across someone with name Talib. Okay. So these are some and Abi Talib, you know, he did not accepted the message up to his demise. That's why he was together with the Rasulullah He supported the Rasulullah but he said, "I'm dying based on the religion of my forefathers." Allah. So that's how some of the people, like one of the old woman, is one of in one of the fairy tales. I don't know whether it is true life story or something like that. She has, uh, she had someone reciting an ayah. فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ أَدَاءُ الصَّلَاةَ وَالتَّبَعُ الشَّهَوَاتِ فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّةِ She said, Oh Allah, make us to be within this غَيَّةِ <laughs> She stood in hadithical, that is a language, غَيَّةِ meaning a kind of a garden congregation. So then <laughs> the decider, he told her that no, uh, this guy yeah, that is the name of hellfire. So if you say you, sh- you are requesting your Lord to put you in this hellfire, so it is a kind of shame on you. So sh- you should know. It happens also to someone. It's part of the fairy tales. I don't know whether it is true life story or something like that. But I just, uh, that is hard as how it comes as fairy tales. Uh, someone, uh, he took his child to one alley to escort him. He was complaining to that alim that this child that you are seeing, he is a typical illiterate. <laughs> he is original jahil, an absolute jahil. Then the alim is saying, why? Why do you say this? Everyone is given brilliancy as how Allah has given to him. He has his own capabilities. He said, no, this one, he is totally an illiterate. <laughs> then the child was totally annoyed. He tried to show off, that is to show he, he is not as uh, as as how as how his father mentioned, then he said, uh, he said I can, I can mention anything that he want to request from me from the knowledge. His father said no, he is totally an illiterate person. Keep quiet. His father said to the alim, even the names of the messengers he cannot mention. He will not be able to name to mention the name of messengers. Then the child, because he see an easy question that he is having the knowledge of that. He said I I know. I know the names of messengers. Then the uh, Adam asked him, name one. He said, Prophet Fir'aun. And the father said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imagine. So this is some of the issues. You see, the father even told that Fir'aun is a, is a prophet. <laughs> Subhanallah. So it's part of fairy tales. We don't know the original source of this. That is information. But it might happen. There are some of the, it's also some of the uh, stories in terms of knowledge, they are highly authentic ones. They have that, that is the background. Like uh, the story of that person, he sent his child for the study. After he spent five years, he came back. The child, come, uh, he came back to the house. Then the father tried to examine whether he, get, he obtained the knowledge or not. He said to the child, who, who, who? The child kept mute. He kept muted. He was so silent. He said to the people, send him back. He learned nothing. Send him back to go online. He went back. He spent another five years. In some of the reward, they said 10 years. So when he come back, the father examined him again. And he said to him, who, who, who? The child kept, that is kept silent. He said you should send him back again. They sent, they, they sent him back. He spent another five years. So when he come back to the house, 
The father tried to examine him in such a way. He said to him, Who, who, who? Then the child replied, Waman baddala who? Ba'da ma sami'ahu fa inna ma ithmuhu ala allatheena yubaddaluna. The father was totally happy. He said, this is now that I testify that you learn. You become a learned person. So you see, the kind of talk that prayer parents decided that is to cause their children in order to obtain knowledge. They know the benefit of that. You see, he wants his time to encompass one portion of knowledge. He just tested him in the Quran in a professional way. <laughs> Many people would fail this kind of examination. Do you get it? So Allah understands. So uh, in this issue, uh, naming children should be based on the righteous names. Allah said, Negativity is the name of evil. Bad al-Iman after the faith. So meaning, if it is before, before the faith, before when you um, uh, before Islam, you can name your child as how you wish. Mm. But after you attend the guidance, after you attend the faith, then you have to name your child based on faith. That is a name that is related to the faith. There are a lot of Sahaba you can take from their names. There are a lot of that is the children of the Sahaba. You can name that is a uh, you can name uh, your child with that name. The Rasulullah has children. He has daughters. But a person would just circumambulate, he would just circulate and he would take a name from the grandfathers of the Rasulullah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, indeed, it is showing a love towards the Rasulullah, but that doesn't have any connection with the Rasulullah. If not of Abi Lahab was named clearly as an enemy to the Rasulullah, you would come across people naming their children by the name Abu Lahab. Even to this day, there were some of the people from. Uh, some of the ethnic groups that they name their children like Lahab, O Manab, O Hashim. Yeah, all, all these names. So, and one of the uh, that is uh, worst portion, worst aspect is that for someone to name his child with the name of Allah, instead to call him Abdul Samad, they would call him Samad. Instead of him to call him Abdul Khalik, they would call him Khalik. So what is the difference between Abdul Malik and Malik? Malik, Abdul Malik and Abdul Malik. The same meaning. So someone they will remove Abdul and yeah. call, call him Malik. They will not say Abdul Malik, they will say Malik. Malik. So uh, this issue is one of the issues that uh, usually people, some of the people uh, before this uh, time, during those age, they also have problem with it. There were some of the names that if you look directly, they were not supposed to be, that's supposed to, for example, someone named his child as Malik. And Malik is the name of Allah. It's one of the Asma'ullah al-Husna, al-Maliku, or al-Malik. So in this case, there were saints of the ulama. The name of Allah is al-Maliku, al-Maliku, al-Maliku. Do you get it? So al-Maliku, or al-Malik, is an attribute. Because it was mentioned in the Surah Fatiha. And as for the description of the two Surah Fatiha, we know there are two Qiraat. 
the Rasulullah is reciting Malik Yawmiddin and he was also reciting Malik Yawmiddin. So the name Al-Malik and uh, Malik and Malik, these are terms as attribute. Because if it is a name, thereby the Rasulullah will not recite it into Qira'at. That's one of the saying of the Fuqaha. Do you get it? So that is indicating that it is an attribute. So if you name your child as an attribute, no problem with it, according to the sense of some of the fuqaha. Do you get it? But if you name your child with the name of Allah, then it is totally, that is a gavit. It is totally wrong. Do you get it? So you can name your child Malik. Even uh, among the righteous predecessors, we have Imam Malik bin Anas. Malik bin Anas. Do you get it? His name is Malik. Because the ma Malik is an attribute, not name. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that inna lillahi tis'atun wa tis'una isman Maybe Allah has 99 names And when hafaza haraka al-jannah For whosoever that maintain it He will get into, he shall get into jannah So that, those 99 names are specifically That is given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Or Allah has given to himself Nobody is there to be named as that Like for someone to call his son Allah You, saw, you see it, will, it won't be accepted it won't be accepted. Even normal logic cannot accept this for someone to call his, his child as Allah. Mm. Instead of them to call their child Abdul Rahman, they would call him Rahman. Mm. So this is one of the issues, some of the errors that people should try as such to correct, for example. So that, that's a good, uh, that, is a, uh, that is point that you mentioned. Malik and, uh, that is a uh, Malik. Malik and Malik is an attribute. Allah is Al-Maliku. Al-Maliku. So that's one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There were some of the names that are related to the attributes. If you change the harf, then it would become an attribute. Mm. And uh, like for example, Al-Rashid and Rashid. Al-Rashid and Rashid. Al-Rashidu. That is a Rashid. If you take a Rashid, that would be the name. A Rashid is an attribute. Do you get it? So that's one of the. If you add here, then the attribute would change to name. And if you remove the here, it would become an attribute. That is Sifa. There is name and there is Sifa. Suppose, for example, I can call you, yeah, for example, Abdullah. For example, so uh, I can call you Abid. Abid is Sifa. Instead of Abdullah. Well, I, will, I can call you with Tasgir, Tasgir, Ubaid. Instead of Abdullah, I would call you Ubaidullah. Do you get it? With Tasgir. Do you get it? Allah <laughs> understand. Like Anas, the Rasulullah used to call Anas bin Malik at times Unais. Even in Jannah, the Rasulullah would call him with, with, with that name. There is hadith, authentic hadith with that riwayah. The Rasulullah mentioned that while he was walking, he would be walking in Jannah, he would meet with, that is Unais, that Anis. And it was uh, also, there is one riwayah that the Rasulullah said, I would meet you in the Jannah. And you would ask me, do you remember me? Then I said, uh, then I would keep silent, then you would say, that is Unais, your Unais, Anis, is with Tasgir. Instead of Anis, Unais, Abdullah, Ubaidillah, with Tasgir. So also we can call it, that is instead of Abdu, Abid is attribute. So that's how 
there is difference between sifa and name. A sifa can take the name and name can never take a sifa. Do you get it? No. There are a lot of Abdullah that they are not there are a lot of Abdullah but they are not that is directly the servant of Allah. Do you get it? If I said you are servant of Allah, Abid, you are worshiping Allah, you are servant of Allah, meaning you are Abdullah directly. But there are many Abdullah, they are not, that is, they are not Ubad, they are not slaves of Allah. You will come across someone, he is Abdullah, but he is not a Muslim. <laughs> Allah understands. Abdullah can commit blasphemy, for example, he can get into Riddah, for example. So, if you are named with Sifa, it contains the name. But if you are named with name, it doesn't normally take the Sifa. Do you get the logic? Because normally name is given for specification. Do you get it? Like for example, for me, I would say, uh, if I said handset accessories, it contains a lot of things. Any, like for example, the earphone is part of hands, uh, accessories. But if I said earphone, I specified that particular accessory. Do you get it? So that's how between sifa and name. Allah understand. So وَعَمَّاتُهُ هُنَّ and his aunties they are Sophia, وَآتِكَ وَالْبَيْضَاءِ نعم نعم Allah al-Bistaan, Allah al-Bistaan, Allah al-Bistaan. So yeah, that, that's her name. It's a name of Quraysh before Islam. Do you get it? You can get any kind of name. Sophia, wa'atika, wal-bayda'a. Not Allah al-Bistaan, bayda'a. That's her name. Given to her by her parents. Wa-bagha. Bagha. Similar to the name of why did the Prophet change the name? Some of the historians, they said because she was having, we mentioned also, I think, I mentioned this statement, because she was having a name similar to the names of one of his aunties. That's why he changed her name to Jujwariya. Wa Umayma and Umayma. This name is common to, that is to, uh, that is to some of the Muslims' names. Umayma, no. Umayma. So, but as for Umayma, wahiya tawama, it is tawama. Nam. If you said tawama, meaning someone that you were born together. So tawama to walid on Rasul. She was a tawama to the father of the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I cannot mahu fi batni muahid. She was together with him in the same abdomen, the same that is a, a womb. So that is Tawama. So that is Umayma. And you know Umayma too is a name that is common. Her name was so close to the Rasulullah but that's why there is no any authentic information that she accepted. That is the reason. But you see, some of the people, due to the love that they have to the Rasulullah that's why they are name, naming their children that is with the names of those people that are connected to the Rasulullah well, his, uh, his aunties, they lived together with him uh, after his, uh, Islam? No? Yeah? All these, his, these, his aunties, they lived after Islam? 
All this, some of the aunties, they, that is, they come across while Rasulullah was alive. Do you get it? Because if his father died while he was at the age of 18, even. So some huh? they live 18. 18. His father, yeah. Mm-hmm. Abdullah died when he was at uh, 18 years old. 18 years. 18, yeah. Rasulullah yeah. was in the uh, belly of his mother. Oh, I think. And he's in the womb. No, no, no. He died, the Rasulullah he was born after the demise of, of his father. Meaning he fa- his father died, as we mentioned in the beginning, mm-hmm. before the, the Rasulullah was born. He, he, he grew off as an orphan. He grew off as an orphan. Because his father died before he was born. And his father died at the age of 18. Meaning the father of the Rasulullah married in an early age. So you see. And uh, also, uh, w- there is uh, one uh, name that I, for- that I forgot to mention, uh, the children of Abi Talib. We talk about the children of Abi Talib. So, Abi Talib, he is having how many children? He's having three children from males. He's having, that is, uh, three children. Who and who can you at least? Ali bin Abi Talib, Jafar bin Abi Talib, then? That's Aqil. Aqil bin Yinam. Aqil bin Abi Talib. Aqil bin Abi Talib. Is he alive when the Rasulullah As for Aqil, yes. When he was at the city of Mecca, Aqil is there. Do you get it? Aqil is there. But one thing is that it's not all the people that accepted the message of the Rasulullah during the time of Mecca. And so some among his that is, uh, aunties, they died even at that particular time. Aqil, he has also a child called Muslim. Muslim bin Aqil. He was so close to Al Hussein. Al Hussein bin Ali. Yeah, their age? Yeah. He was so cl- they were they were like for example uh, uh, how can I say it? they were a group of teenagers Al Hassan and uh, Al Hussein and Aqil despite Al Hassan was more elderly mm-hmm. to, the, the, to Hussein with one year you get so uh, Aqil was a son of Abi Talib Abi Talib he was having a, a son that is a Aqil Jafar bin Abi Talib and mm-hmm. Ali bin Abi Talib you get it now. The reason why we mentioned also, I think, in the beginning, Aqil died before the Hijrah of the Rasul. Aqil died. That's why even Ali, he, at times, he is forgetting about Aqil. Because as for the Jafar, he accepted the message. Do you get it? And that is Jafar bin Abi Talib. He was the one that died in Mu'tah. Yeah, he died. He died before the message, before the revelation. Do you get it? No. So that's what we mentioned. I think I mentioned it's this like, uh, during the Hijriya. Yeah, during the era. Do you get it? No, so uh, he has a child also Muslim. So if we take even Jafar, if we are talking about Siratul uh, Khulafa, would come related to the, son, the children of Jafar and also to the children, children of Ali. Can you mention the children of Ali? No. Okay. Hassan. 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 There is a common one among the women, Ummu Kulsum. Yeah, he has yeah. a daughter, Ummu Kulsum. She, mar- she gets married to among the Sahaba. Who married her? Uthman. No, no, no. 
Omar radiallahu anhu during the Khilafah of Omar radiallahu anhu he married he proposed his marriage to Umm Kulthum in order to have a bloody relation with the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam that's the wisdom that is uh, done and that at that moment Allah mustaan so uh, let's proceed due to the time limitation Naam, uh, these are the names of the aunties of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam Safiya Atika Bayda Banga Umayma. So the name Umayma is a name that is having a righteous meaning. Umayma is a tasdeeb to Al Um. That is Umayma is a name is a tasdeeb. That is like small mother. Do you get it? And and the name mother is a righteous name. So that's why if you give it your your, uh, your your daughter that name no problem with that it is having that is a righteous meaning do you get it so but if it is a name that is having an evil meaning so that name must must be changed it happens to Abu Huraira before his name is uh, that is Abdul Uzza also his name no Abdul no uh, Abu Huraira Abdul Shams Abdul Shams the servant of Sun so when he came the Rasulullah asked him what is your name? He said, Abdul Shams Ad-Dawsi. He said, no, Bal Abdul Rahman. Then, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then Abu Huraira, he said, yes, Abdul Rahman. Then from that day, his name changed to Abdul Rahman bin Saha Ad-Dawsi. So that's one of the issues. Umar radiallahu anhu, his father was Khattab. Khattab died before, that is the message, before the revelation. Do you get it? So that's why his, the name of his father was not changed. Do you get it? But as for him, his name is Umar. Umar is a righteous name. That's why his name was not changed. Abu Bakr, his name is Abdullah even. Abdullah, since from the Jahiliya era, the servant of Allah. So his name, that's why he was not changed. Uthman, also a righteous name. That's why it was not changed. And also, there are other people like, uh, uh, that is uh, like uh, Abdurrahman. Abdurrahman also, Abdurrahman bin Auf also. So there are some of the people that their, their names were not changed, but there were those that their names get changed because it contains an evil meaning. وَلَمْ يَسْلِمُ مِنْ أَعْمَامِهِ إِلَّا حَمْزَ وَالْأَبَّاسُ Among his uncles, none accepted the Islam unless Hamza and Abbas. وَمِنْ أَمَّاتِهِ And among his Antis, illa Sophia, except Sophia. Waktulifa fi Islami Atika wa Arwa. But there is a kind of, that is a difference of opinion related to the information of uh, the Islam of Atika. Some of the narration, they said that Atika accepted Islam because she, she lived just prior to the message, revelation. Do you get it? So that's why some they said she accepted the message. Wa Arwa and Arwa. Who is our? Uh, 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 who is Arwa? Yeah. She was a mother to one of one among the Khulafa. I give you a hint. Who is that person? No, no, he's not Umar. Not Adi. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, among the Khulafa, Uthman radiallahu an. Her name is Arwa bint Khurais. It was mentioned in a book, Sifat al-Safwa. 
Sifa to software. And uh, Sifa to software, yeah, if, if I can, yeah, Sifa to software, and also a book, uh, yeah, Sifa to software. I can even, I can recall uh, where the number of the page that that name was mentioned. Allah understand. The uh, book is one juzu, one mujallat. Uh, it's not more than uh, 500 pages, not more than that. Her name, her original name is Arwa Bintu Qurais. Arwa Bintu Qurais. She was an auntie to Rasulullah Sallallahu some they said she accepted Islam. Aqwa, yeah, indeed. In some of the books of Tariq, they mentioned that the mother of Uthman, and she accepted that is Islam. Aqwa bin Tukuris. And she was among the aunties of the Rasulullah. So Uthman was having a, that is a, a, a great connection with the Rasulullah. He married two daughters from the daughters of the Rasulullah. And his mother was an auntie to the Rasulullah. Asila questions. Kam adadu amamihi wa ammati. How many uncles and aunties did he has? Okay, let's say now. Man amamihi, who are his uncles? Abbas. Na. Amza. Na. Abuza. Na. Alu. Abula. No, we mentioned Abu Zubair. Zubair, and we, yeah, we, we mentioned no. <laughs> 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 Allah loves that. We do you get it? Zubair ibn al-Awwam. Not because we mentioned there are there were those that did not come from Abdul Muttalib. Do you get it? As for Abdul Muttalib, the males that he has specifically were four. Do you get it? They were four specifically. But he has almost that is from I'm talking about those that they came the same mother. They came they, that, that they came from the same mother. There were those that they came from different women. Do you get it? But according to the book of history, like Sifat al-Safwa, it was mentioned that, uh, and Tabaqat Libra Sa'ad, also if I can remember, that he has seven children. He has seven children. What some of the books, they said, no, they were some of the children that he has from the, that is, uh, from the slaves. Do you get it? So usually those are not, uh, usually bearing the name of, that is some, some of the historians, they would try as well to mention their names also. Some they will not, they will neglect their names. Do you get, get it? Yeah. But these four are the basic ones whom they come from the same father, the same mother. Mm. Do you get it? Yeah. So Zubayr ibn al-Awwam. Zubayr ibn al-Awwam. As for Awwam was an uncle to the Rasulullah. Uh, that is, uh, Zubayr was an uncle to the Rasulullah. Do you get it? Yeah. I think we even discussed about Zubayr ibn al-Awwam. I guess. I, I, I think we discussed regarding him. Now, so let's proceed. Man amma then man who are his aunties? You just hold that name by thought. Who accepted Islam from his uncles and from his aunties? From his uncles, Abbas. You know, in those olden age, there were some of the people that 
they are given the names to their children. Okay, inshallah. Yeah. They, they are given names to their children based on the ayah that they listen from the Quran. Some they would come to a hafiz, they would say, I want to name, I want to give a name to my child, but I want you to recite the Quran. So any name that is suit for me, then I would select. So that Alim would be reciting the Quran. Whenever he comes across a name that is more suitable to him, he would select the name. So that's uh, how that's some of the people. Ask, that's how they were selecting. That's why you come across uh, that is Qanita, Taiba, Saiha, Sayiba. So these are some of the names that that uh, that they are coming from the Quran, just because they, they listen from the ayat. So let's uh, proceed. Hayatuhu wa ba'du ahwalihi alayhi salatu wassalam. Can we wait for him or we should proceed? Now, Hayatuhu wa ba'du ahwalihi alayhi salatu wassalam. His descriptions, his speeches, wa ba'du ahwalihi, and some of his, that is, uh, attributes, that is, characters, alayhi salatu wassalam. He is a mercy of Allah, we upon him. Can Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ahsan Nasa Kulaqa? He was, peace and mercy of Allah, we upon him, the most, um, the most beautiful among the people in terms of morals, in terms of characters, in terms, in terms of ethical morals, ethics. Abiyadul Waj, he was having a brightening face. His face is glowing. Hassanul Pam, he was having good mouth. That is beautiful mouth, a handsome, his, uh, that is mouth. His mouth is highly structured. Azimul Hama. Azimul Hama al Hama Ra'as. Meaning, Azimul Hama, he is having, that is uh, a highly structured head. Not, not that big, but big, not big enough. Do you get it? No. Uh, Sultan, he was Sultan. Sultan, I amless Barak, amless. That is someone that is having. That is uh, a highly structured, that is Jew, that is a face. Do you get it? And uh, Al Jabin. And also, in terms of his uh, Al Jabin, his cheek, his cheek is highly structured. It's, it is not enlarged, but it is, that is uh, within, that is the, the that is uh, within the, the vertical direction. So his cheek was salt. If you said salt, Meaning he has uh, what they call there is a kind of hole that you can see in the uh, that is a uh, cheek of some of the dimple. Yeah, the Prophet ﷺ was uh, uh, narrated that he is having having dimple. Do you get it? Now, and uh, that is Sultan Jabin. Azadul Hajibain. Azadul Hajibain meaning that is a Dakiil Hajibain. He is having small that is a uh, eye eyebrows. His eyebrows are not much. He having that is small eyebrows, and you see even by women if, if they want to, that is uh, take cosmetics. They want to do some at times uh, that is uh, cosmetic surgery. They used to that is decrease the hairs of their eyebrows in order to that is to have a kind of splendid looking. So as for the Rasulullah sallam, he was having small eyebrows. Azimul Jabha, he's having a the compacted forehead his forehead is not small do you get it because at times when your forehead is small then you will look somehow ugly Allah understand do you get it so we are not saying Allah understand do not just 
look towards someone with small forehead and ascribe him to that. So I'm uh, just making a kind of critique, that is a kind of uh, explanation towards the Sifa of the Rasulullah The Rasulullah is having compacted forehead, that's why he was, that is uh, uh, elegantly, that is uh, handsome. You get it? And Ahdabul Ashfaq. Ahdabul Ashfaq. Bima'ana Tamul Hadab. He's having normal, that is, chi, uh, that is chin. Normal chin. Not a large, not too small, and not too short. That is chin. Then, Nam Ada Ajil Ainain. Ada Ajil. Ainain, bimana shadidi sawadil ainain. He is having extreme darkness of eyes. Meaning, that is the the that is the dark portion of his eye is is purely dark. Do you get it? Nam, anjalahuma, anjalahuma, and that is a was was ma was was mama. That is a was mahma, was mahma. Was mahma, was mahma. Bimana, that is the darkness is pure dark and the white is pure white. Do you get it? So that's one of the, the resemblance of the Rasulullah in terms of his eyes looking. Aknal an, he is having, that is a, a, a kind of a, a, a pinpointed nose. <laughs> that is aknal an, pinpointed nose. His nose, his nose is not a large, Allah understand. It's not large nose. He's having pinpointed nose, Allah understand. As we know, it's part of handsomeness. Now, Asil al-Khaddain. Asil al-Khaddain. Bima'ana, Mustatid al-Khaddain. He's having an enlarged, that is a side of face. That is a, a chin region. That's this portion, is that is a, a kind of enlarged one. He's not having too short, that is a chin. Do you get it? Katul lihya. Katul lihya, kasiful lihya. He's having huge base. So the Rasulullah his base is a thick, not thin, not small as mine or as yours. For example, the Rasulullah is having thick, that is a base. If you said thick, meaning much, Allah understand. Okay, you make me to remember. It was mentioned in a book called Ihya al-Sunnah wa Ikhmad al-Bira'a, authored by Sheikh Uthman ibn Fodi. He mentioned a story of one among the righteous predecessors. His name is Diyauddin al-Qarani. The name of that righteous predecessor is Diyauddin al-Qarani. The man, it was narrated that he is having a long beard. Of the essence that the Sheikh Osman ibn Fodi, he said that his beard is wiping the soil. So when he's going to climb the burden, the host, he has to park the beard first. He would put the beard on top of the host, then he would climb. <laughs> it was mentioned in the book, Ihya al-Sunnah wa Ikhmad al-Bida. Ihya al-Sunnah wa Ikhmad al-Bida, authored by Sheikh Osman ibn Fodi. Osman, Sheikh Osman ibn Fodi. I have the book. I can, Wallah al-Musta'an. I can uh, actually I cannot remember the number of the feet, but in inside Ihya Ustunya wa Ikhmadul Bira. The name of that person, Diyauddin Al Qarni. Diyauddin Al Qarni. That's the name of that righteous priest. They said he is having long beard. His beard is wiping the soil. 
when he's going to climb the horse, he must park the bay. Uh, it was mentioned also in the book, I remember. Sheikh Osman ibn Fadwi, he said that whenever people saw him coming, whenever he's approaching a gathering, since before he arrived, they would be saying, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Because they see a kind of creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a different creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From his sifa, they would be just, start, they would start to do zikr just because of his appearance. So, yeah, even though the psychologists, they said, the way you dress, the way you, you would be addressed, for example, so in his speeches, because they saw this, that of his speeches, it remembers them, that's it led them to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah al-Musta'ad. So, Muhammad al-Shahid, the Rasulullah al-Islam is having a tick a V. Shathoon al-Kaffayn. Shathoon al-Kaffayn, bima'ana galiza asa asa Bihama, meaning he is having an elegantly that is a caffeine that is a, the palm his palm is not too short because at times when you your palm is too short your hand will not look that is a handsome do you get it so he was not having it was not <laughs> long <laughs> that's how it is the Rasulullah is having not not short he, his hand his uh, his palm is not short meaning it is uh, it is uh, long but to the Structured that is form. Do you get it? Now, so even even the features, the uh, uh, the attribute, the features of the Rasulullah was documented, was narrated. The Sahaba they knows how he was, even though he has haiba. Some they cannot even look towards his face because of the haiba, and that's why imagine a woman would come and said she gifted herself to the Rasulullah She wanted the Rasulullah to marry her. That's one of the issues because he realized that this person is a handsome person mm -hmm. and he has qualities. The qualities that none among that is in the on the earth is having that qualities. Mm -hmm. So the Rasulullah, his hand is highly structured and uh, also uh, and also the feet. His feet also are highly structured. They are not short. Mm -hmm. Because if you marry a woman that is having too that is her, if her feet are too short, actually there is a defect. The wise people, they used to uh, ascribe a woman, they used to understand the internal organ of woman through her feet. And uh, that's one of the hikmah, even part of the religion that a woman should try as well to be covering her feet. Do you get it? If you know, you know. So if you look towards her feet, you would, you would be able to identify the kind of ni'mah she is having inside. Allah Let me say it in this way. In normal, uh, that is in the layman language. So, the Rasulullah he is not having long. That is his uh, his uh, his speed is not too long and it is not too short. His zira is that is a dakim, meaning is uh, is huge. You said zira. That is his region, this region of, that is the arm. The arm, that is region, is that dakhim. That is someone that is having, what do you call it? <laughs> Moses, he's having Moses, yeah. He's Mosla, that is having Moses. Jimmy. No. <laughs> Without, the Rasulullah is not doing Jimmy. Without Jimmy, you get it? So that's one of the uh, handsomeness of the Rasulullah, exactly. Rahubal katafayn, rahubal meaning he is having elongated shoulder. 
So if someone has told that is that is uh, somehow elongated, not too short, then it it would give him a kind of handsomeness. Because if your shoulder is too short, even the women they would downgrade you. Do you get it? But if you have a normal structured shoulder, the exactly. What's it? What's His chest is a compass one. That is, it is not tight. It is compass one. ولم يكن بالطويل ولا بالقصير. He was not too long and he was not too short. نعم. وكان شعره رجلا وكان شعره رجلا بمعنى لا سبط ولا جعد. His 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 hair is not a squeezed one and it is not an elongated one. If it is squeezed one, that is like the African hair <laughs> So his, the hair of the Rasulullah I'm not saying it to someone would be saying uh, Maybe uh, if I say this Someone would be saying that uh, We say that I'm a uh, racist No, no, no mm-hmm. Let us not even ascribe it in this Muhammad Shahid His hair is not a squeezed one And his hair is not That is a an elongated long one Do you get it? So that's one of the issues the hair of the Rasulullah is in a proportional format. Normally, the people that are having squeezed hair are like, for example, uh, uh, some from Africa, Africa, for example, and some from even Southern America, like Ecuador or, or something like that, for example. Some from Asian region, like the Arab, their hair is not doesn't re- resemble the African hair, for example, mm-hmm. others, and likewise the European hair. So that's one of the as uh, uh, that is description of the hair of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. وَكَانَ حَسْنُ الصَّوْتِ He was having an eloquent voice. He was having beautiful voice. يَبْلُغُ صَوْتُهُ His sound is reaching that is a direct location. When the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam is going to try if the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam is going to address someone from a distance location his voice which to that particular place. Do you get it? And also, حيث لا يبلغه صوت غيره to the position where the voice of someone cannot reach. وكان دحكه التبسم. Usually, his laughing is smiling. That is, usually, the Prophet Muhammad used to smile. Do you get it? Because much of laughing, Allah is not a nisma to the man. Do you get it? At if you love much, even everyone would. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Allah understand. So the Prophet he smiled. That is our motive. And do not be, that is, uh, be greedy, for example, in the sense that you would be thrown uh, in your face always. <laughs> that you would experience problem with your spouses, actually. Smile. The Prophet mentioned in Hadith, mm-hmm. For you even to meet your brother, to approach your brother with a smile, and that is with a smile face, is sadaqa, it's an act of charity. Do you get it? وَكَانَ مَشْيُهُ تَكَفُّوًا His walking is bit by bit. Bit by bit. وَكَانَ يَنْحَطُ مِنْ صَبَبٍ وَكَانَ يَنْحَطُ مِنْ صَبَبٍ كَانَ إِذَا الْتَفَتَ إِلْتَفَتَ بِجَمِيءِ بَدْلِ He was moving in it, that is in a navigation. And also, whenever he is turning, he turns with all of his body. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? 
لا يواجهه وحده لا بوجهه وحده not by his face only he would turn to with all, all of his body كانت الغائحة الطيبة صفته a good smell that is a good, a good that is a smelling is one of his features the Rasul Allah uh, is that is whenever you sit with the Rasul, you sit with the Rasul Allah would be perceiving that is a, a scent a fragrance which is some of the Sahaba they describe it more than the, the smell of misk do you get it and uh, uh, even if he did not use the scent the fragrance the perfume even if he did not use it the Rasul smell good he is not yawning. You know yawning? Yeah, for someone to open his mouth like this. Because indeed the Rasulullah mentioned in one of the hadith that at tasa'uf min shaytan. That tasa'uf is from the shaytan. And one of the hadiths it was mentioned that if someone yawn, the shaytan will laugh at him. So the Rasulullah is not yawning. He never yawn. Uh, because uh, one of the sunnah also for, uh, which was said by the Rasulullah is that whenever you get into yawning, there are such to go to cover you, your mouth. Do you get it? Some they would be doing, if they uh, if, uh, they would be covering their mouth like this, it's wrong. You have to catch the mouth and cover it. Do you get it? Or someone would just point one finger. What, 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 what are you doing here? You have to cover, close your mouth. Now, inshallah. كانت غائحة الطيبة صفته وإن لم يمص طيبا even if he did not use perfume ولا يتساعب he is not yawning ولم يتجشى قط ولم يتجشى قط ولم يتجشى قط he never sneezes that is sneezes ever sneezes, you know sneeze yeah, like that for example so in this case, the Rasulullah is having this kind of features. There was a, a narration from Anas uh, anhu. He said there was a day, it was a darkness night, and there was a moon. The moon is glowing. Then I get to the house of the Rasulullah I said today, I would find out which one is more brighter, the face of the Rasulullah or the moon. He looked towards the moon, and he looked towards the face of the Rasulullah he was felt to, uh, that is to realize. He looked towards the moon and he looked towards the face of the Rasulullah But he felt to, that is to finalize. But later on he finalized that indeed the face of the Rasulullah glow more than how the moon glows. Because it was narrated also, when the Aisha radiallahu anha, she was sewing uh, her clothing. She was stitching her, her clothing with a needle and her needle pulled down. She asked the Rasulullah for him to help her to get to find the needle. So the Rasulullah did not look for the needle, but rather he just covered his head down to the floor. And due to the glowing, that is the radiant of his face, she, she found her needle. That's one of the features of the Rasulullah. He was the final of the messengers, and Allah SWT guarded the, the handsomeness, the handsomeness of all of the messengers to the Rasulullah. Why he did not get into the trial as how Yusuf get into is because he has haiba. He has al-haiba. Yeah. So uh, 
I think we should go to some of the questions. Okay, akhlaquhu alayhi salatu wassalam. His characters, his morals. Peace and mercy of Allah be upon him. Kana sallallahu alayhi wasallam akmalu nasa khuliqah. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the complete facet. Meaning in terms of character. Among the people, he was the complete facet in terms of character. He was having the complete ethicals. Uh, that is a uh, mode of decorum. Ethics in terms of character. Wa akmaluhum khuliqan. Was, uh, was and he was the completed one among them in terms of that is a behavior and in terms of that is a ethics that is nasman ethics and in terms of bravery sense he was the he was the most sensible person among the people he loved the four people he loved the needies and he is merciful towards people. Rahim and Bihim. He is merciful to them. The difference between Ra'uf and Rahim is that Ra'uf someone that pardons. Someone that can pardon a person. That is Ra'uf. And Rahim is someone that is merciful. So he is merciful to them. Uh, that's why in one of the hadiths the Rasulullah said, Inna Allah la yarham man la yarhamun nas. Really Allah will not be merciful towards someone that is not merciful to others. So the Rasulullah said, that is a mode of practice. He is merciful for people for us to copy him. He should be merciful to all of the creatures. La yagudibu illa lillah. He is not getting into anger unless we do sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever you see the Rasulullah become so angry then it is there is a reason which is related to that that is a either worshiping of Allah or the religious practice or anything that is related to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or any, anything related to Tawheed we, ca- we mentioned yesterday when uh, the Rasulullah assigned Osama to Ibn Zayd as a leader some of the people began to complain when the information reached the Rasulullah he was totally angered at that moment. So Ya'fu, he pardons, Wayasfahu Amman Azahu and he looked over to whosoever that harmed him. What did he say on the day of Fatihu Makkah? He said, Izhabu wa antumutulaqa, go, you are free. You are people of freedom. Makana Sababan Walafu Makana Sababan Makana Sababan. He was not a person that is that is insulting others. The Rasulullah is not a person of insult. He's not castigating others. Wala fahashan and he is not filthy. Wala la'anan and he is not a person that cursed. Kana shadidul khawfi min Allah. He was much in terms of fear uh, that is fairness of Allah. He feared Allah much more. The Rasulullah pray and he cries. He pray while his feet get swollen up. It swells at that moment. Aisha asked him, he said, Afala akuna abdan shakura. Should I, uh, can't, uh, can't, uh, he, he said that, why can't I not be a kind of servant that would thanks his Lord? He said, I'm watching Allah just to thanks him, not for, for me to, that is to get the reward. We are the ones to worship Allah in order to get the rewards. But as for the Rasulullah, he was given everything. He's just doing the ibadah to thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are the ones that we are doing the ibadah in order to get to Jannah. Do you get it? 
And we're supposed to do the ibadah more than the ibadah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We get it? But still we are left behind. Kana shujjaan qawiyan. He was bravery and strong. He was not cowardice. He was not coward. Our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa is not coward. Jawadan karima. He is a generous person and he is a man of honor. He was eloquent and he was, that is, a, uh, that is he was uh, a kind of, uh, uh, he was eloquent. Baliga is a name given to someone that uh, was termed as orator. Orator, someone that if he speaks, people move. When he speaks, people get motivated. So the Rasulullah was Baliran. As far as he speaks, he's an orator. When he speaks, the Sahaba moved. He motivated the Sahaba at that particular moment of his, that is lifetime. So he was Fasihan Baliran. He was eloquent and he was orator. يُخَاطِبُ كُلَّ قَبِيلَةٍ بِلِسَانِهَا He addressed each and every ethnic group, each and every tribe with its own language, with its own accent. That is lisanuha, accent. Do you get it? That's why you would see among the Sahaba, there were diverse community. There were diverse community. Someone from Roman, someone from Persians, someone from African, someone from Arab, different ethnic groups. The Rasulullah spoke to them. He spoke to them in their accent. Suppose now you want to welcome someone from Norway. So it is, oh for example, not uh, Norway you can speak the accent of Norway. It is easy. Norwegian, you can speak Norwegian accent. But someone from Scotland, their accent is, is somehow related to the British accent, but it is actually a difficult accent to the British, uh, that is to the British also. So the Rasulullah as for his time, he used to address each and every ethnic group with their accent. And he has dialogue with them with their accent. There is difference between addressing someone with his accent and dialogue with him in his accent. Like here we have different people from uh, that is uh, Arabian countries. So at times you would see they would try as such to speak al-Fusha, the one that we are commonly speaking, but they won't be able to do it while that is doing the conversation. Do you get it? During dialogue, for example. You, like for example, uh, the Sudanese, their accent is somehow that is uh, difficult to even the Arab, for example. It's not easy for them, most especially the people from Yemen, they get it difficult to get the accent of that is uh, Sudan, uh, that is people from Sudan. But as far as you are but that is professional in terms of Arabic language, you would be able to understand all of their accent. So you can understand their accent, but in terms of dialogue, conversation, it, some, at times it is difficult for you to understand their accent because at times they use their mother's uh, thong in terms of speaking. So if you are not that is that uh, uh, competent, then it would be become difficult. But as for the Rasulullah, he addressed the people and he has dialogue with them in their own accent. الله المستعان كان أصحابه لا يقفون له عند حضوره الصحابة his companions they are not standing up when he arrived that's how the Sahaba if the Rasulullah is 
uh, that is, is, uh, is arriving while they were sitting, they are not standing up. They would remain sitting until he reached and sat down. Do you get it? So it's one of the, that is the creed of the Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because they knew that he had that. So let me clarify this issue. Do not listen that the Sahaba are not standing up when the Rasulullah is coming and for you not to, for you to remain sitting while your teacher is coming. If you come in a kind of situation, in a community, while that is part of their character, part of their, that is uh, culture, when someone among the dignitaries arrive, they stand up in order to honor him. There is no, there is no problem with that if you adhere to their culture. But we should know in terms of our religion, this is totally not part of our mode of approach. The Sahaba, they remain sitting when the Rasulullah is arriving because they knew he had that, he disliked that, that action. If it is better for you to remain sitting, you get it, than standing up. But if you realize that majority of the people, they adhere to that, do it, no problem with that. Allah knows what is inside your mind. You are not doing it to disobey the Rasulullah sallam, but you are not. You are just doing it just to adhere to. That is the tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's one of the points related to uh, this matter related to the akhlaq of the Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. His miracles. Allah be upon him. Minha, part of it. al-qamar, the splitting of the moon. Splitting of the moon is part of his miracle. It happened since when he was in the city of Mecca. I think I mentioned this uh, within this list. I mentioned something related to this. Uh, is it in this uh, in the Sira session? In the Khutbah, I think I mentioned Juma. On Juma, I mentioned related to the splitting of the moon. It's part of the sign of the Qiyamah, and it happened since the time of the Rasul Even though there were some of the the NASA, NASA, you know NASA. NASA they try to uh, reject that, but many there were many among the astronomers, scientists that they confirmed that yes indeed the moon is splitted. NASA they said yes they saw the sign of the splitting they discovered it but they said it is not with the information mentioned by the Muslims that the Muslim splitted the moon. But may, there are many scientists that they they, that is they adhere to that. There is there are I have almost around 100 articles on that, written by different scientists on that, with affirming that yes, indeed it happened, because they trace that, that splitting, that crackers, that crack in the moon, they trace, they do biodating, uh, what they, that is, uh, they found that it is, it happens around 1,000, uh, it happens around, uh, at, uh, because the, the recent article that I go through, that I, a review is around uh, they wrote it around uh, 30 years back so what they said that they do the bio dating is around three uh, 1399 years that happened that's splitting of the moon so at that moment it is almost around the years of the hijra do you get it and if you look the splitting of the moon happened closer to the hijra of the rasul so if, for example, they do they uh, confirm the biodating, they might they might end up getting the year where the Rasulullah 
does have supplicit them. Indeed, he did not do it by his own power, by the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the people of Mecca were the ones that requested for that. Do you get it? So, uh, that's what has happened. The moon has supplicit is part of, part of his, that is miracles, al-mu'ajiza. Uh, when the Quraysh requested that from him and water begins to comes out in water come uh, that is a, a flow the water flow from his hands the water that was a time during Khaybar it's in Khaybar there was not there was, there, uh, the water was not found and it is time for Ibadah time for that is a prayer so the Sahaba were searching for water the Rasulullah managed to obtain a small container with water. Then he put his hand into that container and he said to the Sahaba to perform the ablution. The, the water began to that circulate within that container. It is moving. The Sahaba will perform it. All of them, they perform the ablution with that small water that is inside the container. Uh, between his, that happens between his finger. When he mounted his, uh, that is honorable hands, Holy hands be in a in fee ma un alim in a container that is having small amount of water. Women had uh, women her taxir with taamil kalim. Part of it is taxir with kalam taamil kalim. That is a evolving of food into a high that is into huge amount. Isa alayhi salam did that. But the miracle of the Rasulullah is more than the miracle of Isa. As for Isa, he changed water into wine. The Rasulullah changed the food into more amount. Do you get it? We will come to discuss on that matter. Part of it is healing the, the people that are suffering from illness, sickness. As how Isa also did. The highest, the greatest mu'jiza of him is Quran. Al Quran. Even to this day, more than 1,400 years, it is here. Allah said, Thousands, millions of memorizers. Allah said that it is indeed verses inside the heart of those that have been given the knowledge. And nobody is there to deny our ayat, but a disbeliever. No. So Quran is one of the greatest miracles of the Rasulullah sallallahu The one that the Arab, they were not able to come with even the smallest surah, the shortest surah, to, to come with similar, that is a Quran, similar message, similar, that is a stanzas, as compared to the most shortest surah in the Quran. Which was the most shortest surah in the Quran? No, we can choose, no, yeah, Surah Al-Kawthar. But they, they, fe- they, they, they fail to come with, uh, that is, uh, a chapter similar to that. Gulla in istamati al-insu wal-jinnu ala ayyatu bimithli hadha al-Qur'ani la ya'atuna bimithlihi walau kana ba'duhum li ba'dun zahira. Allah said, if the humans, the mankind and the jinn kind, they would join together, ala ayyatu bimithli hadha al-Qur'an, for them to come with Similar to this Quran, they will never come with it similar. Mm-hmm. They will not come with it example. Even if it happens, after them, there would be other support. Meaning some, they would support them. Meaning, 
beside them mankind and the ring kind other people other creators with support them they won't be able to come with this that's with this quran that is with quran similar to this one tamat walillahi alhamd it get concluded all the thanks and the praises belongs to allah kulasa to sirat afdal khalq the summary of the biography of the best among the creatures nas allahu ayyufiqa qari'iha we are asking allah to benefit those that would read the book towards practicing the guidance of the Messenger of Allah peace and mercy of Allah be upon him and upon his family and his companions all of them so we have concluded the brief biography of the Rasul what left for us is the practicing we had about some of the examples some of the practices some of the creed of the Rasul what left for us is for us to maintain the practicing, to copy him, even though we will not be like him. But it is a kind of success if we try as well to practice his sunnah. Because that's, it is that which we were being commanded with. Allah said, indeed, if you love Allah, then you should follow him. You mean you should follow the Rasul By that, Allah would erase your mistakes, would erase your shortcomings. And he would forgive all your sins. So that's the end segment of the brief biography of the Rasul. There were some of the books that we keep mentioning during the session. So if you get chance, you can refer back to those kind of books. So there is one segment which is very important, which is in the, third, uh, the fourth volume. This, uh, this is the third volume. We accomplished up to third volume. So the fourth volume. Uh, is regarding the Sirat al-Khulafa. That is Sirat al-Khulafa. The biography of the successes of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Also, he would give it in a brief that is a compact. So with this, we would be able to have the, the biography in a brief that is a brief uh, in a brief format. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali. So inshallah, by tomorrow, we would we'll continue inshallah. And if we accomplish, the, this volume that's the final volume of the book so we we'll look towards other books if we have time also allahumma allimna ma fa'una wa fa'ana bima allamtana wa zidna ilma subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah azan subhanallah forgot i can check the socket Check the switch for the for the amplifier. The switch. Okay. 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 Start. Uh, maybe start calling the other. I will check. Maybe it gets spoiled. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. 
أشهد أن محمد رسول الله هيا على الصلاة هيا على الصلاة هيا على الفلاح هيا على الفلاح الله 